This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotatonetwork.com. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television. I need all the image, I need all the sound. I know the info right into my mind. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds. On one episode. I almost forgot what I was going to say. I was like, do you need me to step in here? (laughs) (sighs) I'm Bill Lynch. I'm Elizabeth Lynch. You guys should see the absolute shit show we're recording in right now. Oh my God. Our son's playroom is just covered in Christmas and birthday toys. Um. (laughs) It's just like not been organized and like, ugh. It's just such a mess. And he doesn't know how to clean up anything. No, no. And if you say, like, clean something up, he whines. But then he'll finally go into the room to clean something up. But he just ends up playing. He pulls out something new. Pulls out something new. (laughs) And I say, okay, why don't we do this? Well, no, but I'm still playing this. Like, you just start it. Oh, my God. It's just... Anywho. my fucking self. Anyway. We're doing a lightning episode. Lightning round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are really good sound effects. Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. That was <laughs> just, It's like, what sound effects can I do with my mouth? Yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about quite a few shows today. We're going to talk about Peacemaker... We're going to talk about Abbott Elementary, Single Drunk Female, and then finally The Woman in the House Across the Street from The Girl in the Window. Yes, that's the name of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, we moved to an every other week schedule for Trial by Pilot. We just don't have a lot of time to record, but apparently yeah. we still have plenty of time to watch <laughs> yes. TV. And there were Two a lot different things. <laughs> and there were a lot of pilots that we watched over the past couple weeks. Um, and you were away, right? Yes, I was in Belgium and the Netherlands in January. Right. So we had to take a little hiatus there, but uh, I'm back, baby. All right, let's get into it. Uh, so what do you want to start with? Abbott Elementary, that is on ABC and Hulu, came out on December 7th. So we're a little bit behind on that one, but yeah, whatever. Uh, this was your pick. Yeah, I had seen a couple people um, talking about this on Facebook, and one of the reasons... I kind of like took notice is one of the people that I saw talking about it. They just wrote Abbott Elementary is real or something like that. And like mm. they teach in a um, a charter school, I think, in Philadelphia. Mm. And so I was like, oh, OK, that's interesting. I heard that. So I want to like see what this is about. And then I listened to Pop Culture Happy Hour, one of my favorite podcasts and they were talking about it and they are like you know critics of stuff but they yeah loved this show so oh. i was like i want to see what this is about okay um so that's why i suggested it so cool. what did you think of it so basically it, it's like set in a you know underfunded public elementary school in philadelphia yeah um So I'll just mention, we're not going to go through the plots of all these pilots. Um, That's another thing that takes a lot of time, which is why we're just doing a lightning lightning round. Um, Yeah, I enjoyed it. 
I think it's a, a fun setting for like a mockumentary style show. Right. At the same time, I might be over mockumentary style shows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they just listen. The Office and Parks and Rec were obviously like these like huge shows, right? That are like regarded as some of the best sitcoms of all time, both in this style, but but very different. And I feel like every mockumentary style show I've seen since then has, if not completely copied, like partly copied one of those two formats. Yeah. I mean, this just, the entire thing just smelled of The Office. But like The, the Office if Leslie Nope was in well, The Office. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. The main character is Leslie <laughs> Nope, like wide-eyed, like she just has to do good no matter what. Yeah. And then Jim comes in to her Pam slash Leslie. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like in the pilot episode, they were laying it on so thick. Right, right. And she's got a boyfriend who like doesn't hold up his end of the relationship. And right. It was it was a lot. Yeah. Um. So then she's like Pam slash Anne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah, it, it's definitely. Yes, I felt like it followed a certain formula there yeah and you know is fine to an extent but is all just it just feels a little bit lazy like can you come up with another idea for like a character's motivations yeah so that was like one of the things that they said in the podcast i was listening to it like that that this type of show can kind of feel like a crutch Mm. and yes like i i definitely see that and there have been, like, so many, like, other shows, and we've, like, kind of moved away from that, um, largely. And so, like, I feel like, I don't know, like, maybe we're all, like, collectively over that. Yeah. However, there was still, like, a lot of fun and funny stuff in this show. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that, aside from those things feeling a little tired and a little, like, formulaic. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like a really interesting setting to kind of, you know, talk about and do they showcase. Yeah. Do they even say like why they're being filmed? I don't remember. I don't think they do. Like, it's just. They may have briefly in the beginning. I just don't remember what it is. Yeah, I think the principal said something like I brought this film crew. Yeah, they did. They definitely did. I brought this film crew and they're like, they're going to, they're going to make us look. Yeah. I can't remember what they said, but she was like all like proud of it. And they're like, yeah, because uh, yeah, they're going to like, because we have no money and like they're going to make us look bad it, or something it, like that. So you're right. The principal said something and it still felt like an afterthought. Like, right, right, right. You know, the style of show is just like, well, people just know that this is a kind this, of show. This is a kind of show. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to have a reason for these people to be doing interviews constantly at their workplace. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. It is, it is a little bit weird. Um, um, and I think that you could have this kind of show like still like showcase this one specific um you know school in philadelphia like in you know a city school that needs funding that you know the teachers are overworked underpaid yeah which i think is like a good thing you know i'd rather see that than like everyone in modern family in their fucking mansions sure, you know what yeah. i mean like no that, no yeah this, it's, a, it's much a cool setting see. yeah you don't have to do it as a mockumentary, though. Right, right. You could just have these really endearing characters. You can just write a regular sitcom. Right. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'll, I'm going to give it another shot. We've watched two so far. 
Yeah, no, I, I didn't dislike it. Yeah. Um, I just wasn't like, whoa, this is like such right. an innovative show. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. It felt a little bit like a retread. But it's fun. Yeah. Uh, all, right, all right, what's next? Let's move on to Single Drunk Female, uh, also on ABC slash Hulu. Mm-hmm. I guess Hulu just shows ABC shows now. I don't know. I can't is keep track ABC? of this shit. I thought so, yeah. No, I thought it was like FX or something. I mean, maybe it's all three. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Freeform. <laughs> Freeform it is. Um, did we, was this like a two-part premiere and we watched the second Possibly, part? Possibly, yeah. I think we watched the second episode, but I was like checked out because I did not really enjoy this one. Yeah. I mean, again, a potentially interesting concept for a show. Yeah. This, you know, woman in her late 20s. Uh, clearly is an alcoholic and gets fired from her job and has to go to uh, AA meetings. And I just, it wasn't just executed in an interesting way. I didn't think any of the characters were that interesting. Yeah. What did you think? So the trailer for this show looked so good. And like, I felt like it seemed like a really, I don't know. There was something about the tone. I'm like, oh, this is like kind of like a serious topic, but they're going to approach it in like a funny, like quirky way. But I found myself mostly bored. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Agreed. And like, I just felt like the main character, I get why she, why she is like not super exciting, but there wasn't anything else. You know, Ali Sheedy is her mom. I thought was great. I mean, I love Ali Sheedy. Sure. I really think that she's just great in everything. <laughs> Um, but like everyone else was fine. Her friend was annoying. Oh, yes. I just Uh, hate when they have such an annoying friend. Why? Why do they have to be so over the top? Yes. So we often praise shows that are like serious and really silly and like Mm -hmm. find that balance because it's hard to do this show did not strike that balance no it was the serious topic and they tried to throw in this like very like slapstick like ridiculous friend that was obnoxious did not fit at all yeah then like you know i think in the trailer what you're talking about was like her behind the cereal boxes like trying to sleep at work and she gets caught that's that's what i saw anyway yeah like (laughs) I felt like like it kind of, I mean, not just because of the setting, because she's working in like a store, but like, I, f- I was like, oh, maybe this will feel kind of like Superstore, <laughs> which I like. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen that. I have not seen all of it, but there was something like tonally about that that I thought was going to fit. And that does have some like some serious topics, but also like a crazy cast of characters that are like silly and goofy and just like kind of off the wall. Um, but this didn't have that. Right. <laughs> I felt they could, but like their like crazy, goofy, off the wall character like wasn't very good at it. Like I didn't right. find that character very interesting. Yeah. And um, she was she was in it so briefly, like, you know, for a couple scenes, the friend we're talking about. Yeah. It just felt so out of place when she did show up because there were no other like goofy slapstick scenes or characters. Yeah. It was just like, but she hey. was like, she's the party girl and she like gets her friend to drink again. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I was disappointed. I really wanted to like it. Yeah. But. Yeah. Same thing. I, I, from the trailer, I was like, okay, this looks like it could be funny with like a little bit of serious stuff thrown in there, maybe, but it didn't. 
Yeah. Didn't hit for me. Single drunk female. Do not recommend. Do not recommend. Um, so you also watched recently Insecure, which is not a new show at all, but you binge like fucking five seasons in a day or something. Um, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> just over the course of a month. I mean, can, can you speak at all to the pilot or is that just like mixed in with Oh my gosh. Else? I don't, re- I barely remember the pilot at yeah. this point. It's so funny because we were talking about which episodes we we're going to do. He's like, well, what else did you watch recently? I was like, Insecure. He's like, yeah, do you want to talk about that? I'm like, I just... Like, it just ended. Like, five seasons. He was like, what? I, I knew that it wasn't a new show. I had no idea there were five seasons of it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we were busy when that came out. Yeah. Because our son was born. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did love it, and I do recommend it. And yeah. I, I'm really glad I watched it. Susan has been begging me to watch that show for years. Mm. But, like, we didn't have HBO and, you know it just like wasn't like really on my radar i really didn't know much about it but i really like Issa ray and um what else has she done is she just like a writer i think she's a writer like i honestly like don't know her from anything but this but i i think she's really funny and so i saw her i think she like was like accepting an award this is how i know Issa ray she was an she was accepting an award and she gave the funniest acceptance speech. And I just like the whole crowd was laughing. She to me, like, I just thought she was so funny and so charming. And I was like, who is this? Like, I just really <laughs> didn't know. Like, I don't know what else she's done. It was an award for this show. For this show. Yeah. Like, I don't remember what, what it was, but um, Probably like I was kid, like kids choice award or something. Yeah. This is definitely <laughs> getting a kids choice award. Um, Anyway, I just, like, found her. I was, like, very, just, like, so intrigued by her. Um, and so I finally got to got a chance to watch it. And I really liked it. I mean, it had, it had its issues. It wasn't perfect, but I liked it hmm. a lot. So Rip it apart a little bit. What were the issues? Uh, <laughs> some of the characters I just didn't, I didn't like. And, like... I didn't love where she ended up at the end necessarily. Ah, okay. Um, although I do think that like the ending was good. Like I thought it was a great like finale and a great final season. So that was like it was satisfying mostly. And so I just didn't really like the way Issa Issa's mm. character. She's Issa D in the show. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. So I didn't really like the, where Issa ended Makes up it a in little the show. bit easier on set. Right. If you just have the same name. If you have the same. <laughs> um, but yeah, the girl who played, the woman who uh, played her best friend just like wasn't my favorite character mm. overall. And I wasn't like in love with the performance either. So Of her friend. Of her friend. Yeah. And then Amanda Seals is also in that. She's been an actress forever. And she was really good, even though her character was like really annoying you're supposed to, I think, like, be a little bit annoyed by her all the time. But she is, honestly, like, in my opinion, the only other one who could hold a candle to Issa Rae, mm, okay. like, acting-wise on this show. Oh, okay. That was that was my opinion, so. Noice. Yeah. Um, I watched the pilot to Peacemaker, which is on HBO Max. Um <sighs> I was going to try to have you watch this so we can do an episode just on this, but 
this is coming out like weeks after we're recording and I yeah. was like, you know what? I'll just move on and I'll just watch it by myself. Uh, it is a spinoff series from the movie Suicide Squad. Okay. I never saw it. Which is set in the DC universe. It's like a superhero movie, but kind of like a dark, funny one. Okay. Where they take like all these villains and like misfits that all have like, you know, some redeeming qualities and they like put them on a task force to like go do all these crazy missions that will like probably end up killing them. Got it. Okay. Suicide Squad. Um, the, uh, they just did this movie a couple years ago with Will Smith and it was not well received at all. Oh, really? But a lot of people like, liked the idea and Margot Robbie plays Haley Quinn, Harley Quinn, Harley sorry. Quinn, yeah. Uh, and she was apparently really good in it. And so they redid it like just a couple years later. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. With James Gunn, who did the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Okay. And, like, also that, part of the Marvel, Marvel universe? Guardians of the Galaxy is Marvel. This is DC. So totally separate characters and worlds. Oh, okay. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we, we, I don't know why I'm going into like all the backstory of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, just to like kind of set up the show. Um, and the second movie was really good. Mm-hmm. Really, I didn't see the first one, but I saw the second one. Uh, and so one of the characters is Peacemaker, played by John Cena. Yeah, boy. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> yeah. From like 20 years ago when I used to watch wrestling. <laughs> You boy. Oh my God. I have a funny story. <laughs> um, he keeps saying that. Cause I remember we used to watch wrestling together. I used to watch it with you. Yeah. And I remember very vividly the first time I saw John Cena. <laughs> Cause he was new. Like it was the first time you oh, yeah, too. Yeah. He was like brand new, but I remember right. Like Kelly green little <laughs> shorts. And I was like, who's that? <laughs> John Cena. Anyway, how was it? Uh, He plays Peacemaker? He is Peacemaker, yeah. And so he's in the movie, and he is on the Suicide Squad, but is like kind of one of the villains of the movie. Like, he's not a good guy. Okay. And he, like, betrays someone at the end. So he's pretty much a bad guy, but then they did the spinoff series. Mm -hmm. And it it was, it's very good. It's very entertaining. Yeah. Um, I mean, John Cena is, is good in some parts. I mean, you know... He's not an actor. Right. Um, but he's, he's good in some parts. Um, he is disgustingly jacked. Really? Disgustingly. I mean, there are there are scenes in him, like, just in his underwear. And his entire upper body uh-huh. and arms are just covered in, like, the thickest veins that look like they're all about to, like, pop. It's so... So gross. Like, I wouldn't be turned on by him anymore. I mean, if you're into that kind of stuff. When have I ever been into, like, a veiny, muscly guy? <laughs> Hey. <laughs> um, no, not like I can see your veins through your skin. Yeah. And it, I think John Cena is. That's you. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's 44 and like, like his just, I don't know if he's had work done. I mean, I guess maybe just wrestling just ages you. I'm sure. I'm Now yeah. I'm interested to see what he looks like. Anywho, this has absolutely nothing to do with the show. Um but it's good. There's like it's mostly a comedy with like some dark stuff, and I've, I've watched more than just the pilot now. I think I'm like five episodes in, mm-hmm. uh, and you know they, they go into John Cena's or they go into Peacemaker's backstory about his father. His father's like one of the characters in the show, um, and so you like do start to like find out like why he's such an absolute prick. I mean, mm-hmm. like, he has not been totally redeemed yet, but like you know they're like moving in that direction. Okay. Um, and like it's an ensemble cast with like a, other funny actors, um, and like a somewhat serious but somewhat silly overarching storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, 
spoilers for Peacemaker. If I, I think it's like still ongoing. I think there's eight episodes. Oh, okay. Uh, there are like aliens. It's an alien invasion, but the aliens are just like these weird looking butterfly things that like crawl into people and like take over their brains. And so like, you know, politicians around the world are, are butterflies, quote unquote. Uh, and they have to like find out who's a butterfly. There was another show about that. Really? Yes. I watched <laughs> the entire, it was only one season, I think. Now I got to figure out what that was. Yeah, but I mean, the show is just, there's some really good, clever writing in the show. Oh my God. Um, Peacemaker has like a quasi sidekick called Vigilante. Okay. And it, Vigilante is just like this These young. terrible names. They're, they're, they're supposed to be. Okay. Oh, it's absolutely <laughs> tongue in cheek, like supposed to be stupid. Okay. Um, yeah, because they like name themselves. And okay. Peacemaker's tagline is like, you know, I love peace and I'll kill as many men, women, and children as I need to to accomplish it. <laughs> <laughs> and so his like neighborhood friend or like, uh, some like kid down the block who like looked up the peacemaker became a superhero too and calls himself vigilante and it's like constantly okay. calling peacemaker to like try to hang out and like go on missions together and peacemaker wants nothing to do with him but he is so fucking funny um i, I haven't read up much on the show but I, like, I would not be surprised if people were praising this guy as like the breakout star um he's really really entertaining um i just as you were saying that i was googling trying to google which show had bugs crawl in your ears. Mm-hmm. But I shouldn't have said your ears because the first thing that comes up is what kind of bugs crawl in your ear? Cockroaches is the first thing it says. <laughs> so, sorry. I should have done a trigger warning there. But I do want to find out what this was. Oh, so Freddie Stroma is the guy that I'm talking about, the actor. Okay. And he's in Bridgerton, apparently? Oh, Really? I don't know. That's one of his credits. He was also in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, a Cinderella story from 2011. Uh, Some other stuff. Oh, he was in second act with uh, Jennifer Lopez. I saw that in the theater. (laughs) (laughs) He was Prince Friedrich, Frederick in Bridgerton. Three episodes. He was also Dick on Tarly in uh, Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, so the show I'm talking about is Brain Dead. It came out in 2016. It was only one season. So basically, it was like Laurel knows the U.S. governmental system has its issues, but when she starts her first job on Capitol Hill, she quickly learns that they're much further gone than she realized. Washington, D.C. has been invaded by aliens that have come to Earth and are dining on the brains of a growing number of congressmen and staffers <laughs> bringing operations to a standstill and it's up to her to figure out what exactly is going on to, and stop it. Among those, helping Laurel Rochelle, a medical resident who lost her father to a mysterious infection, and Gareth, a Republican senator's smart and hardworking legislative director. Did you say Rochelle Rochelle? <laughs> a young girl's journey from Milan to Minsk? Milan to Minsk. I was trying to remember the... Rochelle, Rochelle. <laughs> the Bette Midler. Yeah, the Bette Midler one. We're in the Pinsk. <laughs> um, it was a funny show, though. I'm trying to think oh, of, okay. like, compare it to something as far as, like, the whole, like, tone of it. What was it on? It was on, it was on CBS. I, I can't 
think of think of what you would compare it to but it was really interesting but it sounds a lot like that you're saying that they were like butterflies crawling into like their brains but this was more of like a little like beetle type of thing but yeah it was an alien and so it was like all these like politicians like working like they were all i don't know it was and also it was like 2016 it was a good time for something like this where you're like yeah everyone in dc is fucking brain dead (laughs) you know it was like one of those one of those things (laughs) i'm just seeing a headline here john cena had no idea freddie stroma was british until they wrapped production (laughs) (laughs) i guess he is a good actor yeah uh so yeah i highly recommend peacemaker if you're into like that tone of show like if you like guardians of the galaxy or the suicide squad movies james gunn does it very well obviously Mm um you know has like some serious underpinnings to it but does not take itself too seriously at all um very like clever dialogue goofy characters uh peacemaker on hbo max all right finally we watched the pilot to the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window Yes. Now, I try to do my research for the podcast. I am constantly Googling, like, new shows, new premieres, pilots this month, particularly on Netflix, just because it's easily accessible. Right. Um, And last night, you pulled this up on your phone, like, oh, this new Netflix show with Kristen Bell, like, just came out. And I had not heard a single peep about it. Yeah, it was like a secret show. I just pulled up Netflix to put on Seinfeld, like we normally do. And this was, like, up on, like... You know, the featured, like, the first thing that I saw. And I was like, what the heck? Kristen Bell's in a new show? I didn't know anything about it. And it was such a crazy title. (laughs) Yeah. So, And it said it was, like, you know, thriller and also quirky. And, like, it had all these words that were, like, perfect for me. It's like whatever, (laughs) like, the algorithm is just, like, pulling my favorite words out or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's like spoofing those, like, thriller shows. The woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. Right. It's clearly like, like the a girl spoof. girl on the train. Of, right. And, it's yeah. a spoof of that. Um, I didn't realize this was supposed to be a spoof. Like, I really... But I think that it is. So... I just went to go... Like, here's the thing. It's Netflix, so that means all of the episodes are out. So it's really hard to look up a show uh, like that. yes, yes. Because I don't want to know anything about it. And there yeah. are things that felt, like, really creepy and, like, actually creepy. Right. You know? Like, not like a spoof. Mm. The title, yes, feels very much like... I mean, the t- title is so goofy. There's no way that was meant to be serious. But, like, one of the headlines I just saw, it was like, oh, Kristen Bell, blah, 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 parody. And I'm like, is this a parody? Because I felt like they were doing a really good job of, like, keeping it kind of serious. Well, here's my criticism. You know, uh, this is just based on the pilot. I don't think this show knows what it wants to be or knows what it is. Because I, Yeah. I mean, I think it was... I don't know, written or pitched as a spoof with this fucking title and some of the scenes and then almost nowhere else in the show do you find any evidence of that. It's very strange. Like the tone is just weird. It is a very weird tone. That's what I like about it. I like that like little things are getting revealed to you as it goes on and you realize so much of this 
is like in this woman's head and it's like i feel like it's just like layer like peeling back layers as you go through it okay but it is quirky and what's the right word i'm looking for absurd it's absurd <laughs> i just want people to know i just cut out literally minutes of elizabeth try, <laughs> trying to think of the word absurd <laughs> he's not lying i could not think of the word but it feels like quirky and absurd like the guy with the mailbox, like the like the way yeah. what she keeps like cooking and bringing over. Like there are things that I I really like it. It almost has like it's not. I'm not really comparing this, but like the way that like Russian Doll had these things that like kept happening and like mm. being like okay, yeah, I see you know that what a I mean. Bit. I mean, I don't think it was as well done as Russian Doll. No, I'm not saying that. I don't mean to compare it in yeah. in that way. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I see what you're saying. I see a little bit of evidence of that. I think you're giving it a little bit too much credit. Like, I don't think it was... It, it either wasn't that complex or, to me, didn't, like... It didn't deliver on some of the promises that I thought it was trying to make. I mean, maybe it will be revealed later on. Yeah. I don't know. Here, here's my issue. It was playing this this game of like you don't know what's real and what's in her head, mm-hmm. which is fine. Like we find out right away that her daughter died three years ago, and that she like had a vision of her. Like we see her daughter, and the daughter's like, "No, I can't do this because I'm dead." Mm-hmm. And then like she vanishes. Okay, right. fine. Uh, spoiler, by the way. Oh yeah, whatever. I mean, for the first episode, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is coming out in like weeks. We don't yeah. have to worry about that. <laughs> uh, but then like, there's like this goofy shit about her like pouring her wine to like the absolute top of the glass, like to the rim of the glass. So it's like Mm -hmm. almost overflowing. And she like throws the cork into like a giant bowl of overflowing corks. And then she like slurps the wine and like, there's just silly stuff. Okay. And then there's all this stuff. Like, like you said, like she's having like visions of like a mailman fixing the mailbox. And like, she just weird stuff. I just couldn't connect to her character because I didn't know what was real and what was not. And I don't think they like handled the transitions that well between the tones of the show. I did not interpret that as like, I didn't take those things as being overly goofy. Her doing that. I didn't, I didn't think that that was ridiculous. That wine stuff was absolutely written as a, a joke. Yeah. Maybe a joke, but I felt like it was handled subtly. Like I didn't think it was heavy handed. (laughs) <laughs> what she yeah I she's like constantly pouring herself i'm talking like full like spilling out of the glass glasses of wine right and then she literally has to like lean down and slurp it like you're a kid like slurping a yeah cup. but uh, it was not subtle no it wasn't <laughs> subtle like i get it she's drinking a lot of wine but it wasn't like it but that's how i felt like okay i get it she's drinking a lot of wine it wasn't like a sitcom I didn't think so. No, it wasn't like a sitcom. It was like a weird joke placed into the show in the middle of us finding out that like she has a dead daughter and her husband left her. That's what didn't quite like. Listen, I didn't like completely dislike the show. I just didn't think it all fit together the way I think that they probably wanted it to. Uh, yeah, I, it ju- that just didn't bother me. Okay. I felt like it was fine because I was also expecting, like, especially after reading the description of it and of it saying that it's like this, like, 
quirky, absurdist thriller, horror, like mystery, like I'm expect I, that just didn't bother me where I was just like, okay, like she's not like totally serious. Like I'm so depressed. She's also just like, maybe it's like sometimes like you do like, I catch you doing weird shit all the time and you don't think that I'm there. Okay. <laughs> or I just don't care. <laughs> no, I did catch you doing something really weird recently when we were both working from home and you had no idea I was there. And then we both started <laughs> laughing because you didn't, I don't remember what it was. I don't either. But I thought you knew I was there and that you were doing it for my sake, <laughs> but you had no idea I was there. Okay. Yeah, that sounds So right. I just feel like sometimes like we do goofy thing. I, I don't know. I, I just didn't think it was like so ridiculous. Yeah. I, I feel I like I have I just... definitely like when I'm by myself, like done, like something where I would like laugh. Like I thought to myself, like if somebody saw me do this, this would be ridiculous. I don't know. Sure. I mean, I'm just like defending it. I, I just don't think that. I just don't know if I, I would know. have, if I didn't know anything about the show, watch the pilot. I don't think I would describe it as quirky. That carries a different connotation to me. Hmm. I, yeah, I disagree with you. Yeah. I do. I'm going to disagree. I'm not saying hmm. this was the best show ever. I just think the points you're making, like, I just don't. I, I just, I just don't agree. I did That's find fine. things were, were quirky. Yeah. And there's also some other thing going on where there is something in her attic, whether it's. I mean, it must be real because we like see it or it moving without it being in her mind. Yes. Yeah. Like, There's a scene early on where she like hears something in the attic and we see like the little pulley thing. Yeah. The yeah, attic yeah. door swaying. But then later on, like after like the pilots wrapping up, we just go to the attic and we see something and she's narrating right. and she says, she says something about like monsters. Yeah. So there's something in her attic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just curious, like, what this show is going to end up being. And I am going to keep watching it because I'm definitely intrigued. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe it is the most ridiculous spoof. And, like, you're right about, like, how, like, like super, like, silly they were trying to make that. And, like, maybe. I'm just, like, I'm intrigued. Because I felt like at least for the first episode, I didn't get the feeling that it was like a parody. See, that's the thing. I usually are like saying ridiculous spoof, but it didn't feel like a ridiculous spoof. Yeah. I, I felt like there was just like little elements of spoofing, but then they didn't take it far enough. Okay. Like I, I just, I don't think that you can, I don't know if you can like half-heartedly spoof something. I think you either make a spoof of it or you take it serious. Yeah. And this seemed to be trying to do both. Well, it's interesting. And it felt weird to me. Because we only ever watched the pilot. for the, We only ever review the pilot. Right. So this might be one of those shows where, like, you really do need to watch more than sure. just the pilot. Sure, yeah, yeah. So I think I'm going to, because I'm curious. I, and I might watch another episode. They're like a half hour long. Yeah, I might watch so. another one to see see where it goes. And I like um, Kristen Bell. And I love Jim in the Good Place. Yeah. Um... Yeah, even if she is a Scientologist. She's <laughs> not a Scientologist. <laughs> I'm just saying that because our old co-host Casey isn't here to say it. That's true. Because he, he would say it every, every he time. He said we it every up. time. But he's like, he's wrong. <laughs> Why do we talk about Kristen Bell so much? 
I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, Why were we either. talking about I, I that? I don't know. Maybe when we were, well, I guess when we watched The Good Place. That's probably why she came up. I guess. Yeah, I guess we just, I guess Good Place was on when we were starting out the podcast. So we might have talked yeah. about it as like one of our favorite sitcoms back then. Yeah. End of all time. Of all time. Yeah. So don't watch this Netflix show. Go watch The Good Place instead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I would recommend this. Because I don't know what it is yet. I don't know. Yeah, what it, I don't know what it wants yeah, to be. It's hard to to say yet. Um, yeah, I'm curious now because I haven't. But if you like Kristen Bell, I would say I sure. recommend it. I haven't like read anything up on this because I didn't want to spoil it. Yeah, but I'm curious now. Like, I'm, I'm what afraid do people if think I look of up show? anything, it's going to be full of spoilers. So yeah. I just want to finish it quickly. Oh, I'm sure you will. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Anything else on any of these shows, Elizabeth? No. Join us next month, guys. It is our fourth year anniversary and 200th episode. Yeah. Wowza. It's going to be wild. Yeah. We're going to pull out that wheel again. If no, you we're not going to gonna pull out the fucking wheel. <laughs> if you miss the sound of a... <laughs> of a boardwalk. Wheel clacking. Wheel. <laughs> Just you wait. Right. Oh my gosh. If you have suggestions on shows for us to watch, you can email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. Please go on to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're all at trialbypilot on all those. And subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. And uh, tell some friends. And thank you to The Beats for providing our theme music. Thank you, Beats. Bye. Bye. Watching-